the 920 KBEC Podcast Network is presented by the Slow County Real Estate Podcast with House Swayze. Up-to-date information on the local real estate market on your time. New episodes weekly at the podcast link at 920kvec.com and wherever you get your podcasts. California DRE 01111911. Talk 920 and FM 96.5 KVEC presents the Pismo Beach Today Show. If it's happening in Pismo Beach, it's on Pismo Beach Today. Now, here's your host, Anita Schauer. Oh my gosh, it's Sunday. Good afternoon and welcome to the Pismo Beach Today Show. My name is Anita Schauer and I am your desired radio personality. Today's guests are Tyreen Cochran, the coach of the Alan Hancock Rodeo Team, and Jim Glines, chairman of the Board of Community Bank of Santa Maria, and their number one supporter. Please stay tuned. Oh, I can't wait. It's so exciting. Let's talk briefly about the sponsors of the show. Robert Robert, who is Dr. Electric, because your electrical health is his main concern. Miss Etiquette, Teaching Manners to children and interested adults. Mm -hmm. Diamond Jewelry and Loan with their spectacular location in Santa Maria, California. Go in and see Bobby and look at all her jewelry and air compressors. Of course, I like that kind of thing. What else? Painting, sculpture. Sometimes there's a bicycle or two. Beautiful watches. Oh my gosh. Miller at East Main. Remember, they are closed Sunday and Monday. Phone 805-314-2028. 314-2028. Jim Dritzes of Dritzes and Company for all of your accounting needs and tax and accounting questions coming up on that time of the year. Bruce Van Vork of Finn's Seafood Restaurant on the beach at the end of Grand Avenue, Grover Beach. We always thank Bruce for always hosting and supporting the Five Cities Homeless Coalition. And remember, March, there will be Five Cities Homeless Coalition golf tournament over there at the Pismo Beach Golf Course. And then everything happens after that under the big white tent. And I'll give you the date as soon as they're sure of it. Dr. Dan Kopp of the Kopp Dental Group with Dr. Dan Kopp, Dr. Mike Roberts, and Dr. Alina True, 543-5321. 543-5321. And I give Dr. Dan Kopp my highest rating for this year. It's 500 trillion, 50, 555 billion, 55 million, and nonstop super gajillion. And thank you very much for my beautiful smile. Thank you. Thank you. Pismal Dice Wines, red and white. Wine may be found at California Fresh. There's a limited amount of items because they're going into a rebranding campaign. If you need something special, we want you to email pat at pismopat805 at aol.com. And that's pismopat805 at aol.com. And let him know what it is you want. And he'll go through his stash and see if you may be accommodated right before they do their rebranding. That's going to be exciting, too. Sierra Body Shop, Grover Beach, on beautiful South 4th Street. Wonderful professionals in the office and out in the bays. 
They will give you a courtesy estimate on the repair of your vehicle. And after that happens and you dot, you sign on the dotted line, then they will uh, have you bring your vehicle there and they'll take you home in their courtesy van. We want to say hello to Mike and Butchie and Johnny. 805-481-3855. 481-3855. In a Royal Granny Home and Garden, where you will find Miss Terry keeping things in order. 1578 West Branch Street, 20,000 square feet of everything. And remember, those enormous wind chimes are still out in the patio area. So take a look at those and uh, listen to the beautiful sound they are. 805-779-3080, 779-3080. Right now, they have little areas inside their 20,000 square, square foot structure. So they have patio furniture all set up, lawn furniture, plants and trees. Go in there, please. Doug McMillan and his three fine restaurants are sponsors. Rose's Restaurante, Ada's Fish House, and Vista at the north end of Price Street on the water side. For information on parking hours, takeout, what else? Whether or not they're open, 773-0551, 773-0551. You may eat outside at uh, Ada's Fish House. That'll be fun. Roxy Buchanan of the Natural Toolbox at the Pismo Outlets, open 10 a.m. daily. Roxy knows all about and does sell doTERRA essential oils. The store opens, as I said, 10 a.m. daily. And 170 some local artisans have their goods in there. And we welcome Couch's Chevron, 13th West Grand Avenue, Grover Beach. They have a store inside the store that's particularly for those who like the beach, sweatshirts, things for the kids. Wonderful. Lots of things in there to eat, drink. And remember, there's a car wash out and back. So after you pay for your gasolina you can get a little ticket for a car wash elizabeth head insurance services and her farmer's insurance office west branch excuse me west grand avenue 9th street grover beach west grand avenue 9th street grover beach for all your insurance needs please give elizabeth head a call we're gonna have her come on one of these days very soon and talk about umbrella policies and why you need them 4815324 is her number. 4815324. Brenda Auer, wonderful human being, Cracker Jack Realtor in our area. She'll find you the perfect piece of property. Phone 805-801-6694. Once again, that's 801-6694. And remember her office is located in the heart of the village of Royal Grande and Splash Cafe. Remember to go online while you're waiting in line at Splash. Buy their products, have them delivered to your door. That can be anything from clam chowder to their award-winning cakes. And now they're into this baked good idea that's really have taken off. You can buy four pieces, six pieces, eight pieces delivered to you in a bakery box. And remember, they also have world-famous spices. Of course they do. Grocery Outlet of Royal Grandy, California. 
with Haley and Michael Testa. Remember to, buy, to shop grocery outlet first. Best prices first. Best selection first. Surprise items. Beautiful plants and a wonderful wine selection. And remember the Testas live right here in our fabulous community supporters. And Kevin's 76 station on Five Cities Drive, Pismo Beach. Full service station for your vehicle. Go in there and have them check your tires. And remember, they're just the nicest people on earth. Really. Kristen Becker, certified divorce coach. So when that happens to you, you have to ask yourself, where do you want to be and how do you want to get there? Kristen is a certified divorce coach who provides you with the guidance and compassion through this time in your life and will clear the way for healing and financial independence for you and your children. Kristen at divorcecoach.com. Activity guide for winter, spring is out. Any questions whatsoever, please talk to Colleen, 805-773-7063, 773-7063. Pismo Beach City Council meetings, first and third Tuesdays of each month. So what do we have coming up? Probably March by now. Let's see. Nope, February 20th. Be there, front row, 5 o'clock. Get a good seat. See the mayor, city council, and city manager, Jorge Garcia, February 20th. Pismo Preserve open, except when it rains. So we've had rain on and off. You might want to just stop a moment call the Land Conservancy, 544-9096, and they'll let you know whether or not this is a good time. And go online. You can now make... Make reservations. Download what you have made reservations to. Put it on the dash of your car when you go over there. Very helpful. Airstreams, all three still on the pier. One is a visitor center. Go talk to those lovely people. I just checked. Two beach wheelchairs still for you. Sandcastle Inn on the beach. You may rent them free of charge for three-hour increments. Just call the Sandcastle Inn on the Beach, 773-2422, 773-2422. And the Chamber of Commerce is getting ready to provide you with all kinds of things for the rest of this quarter, which ends actually next month. And then April, May, June, something else comes up. Please check their website. Farmer's Market will be available in April. Pier Plaza. Grover City Grange, next pancake breakfast, 8 a.m., March 3rd. San Luis Symphony, next symphony, March 2nd. Clark Center lineup is there. Go online and get yourself some tickets. And here we go with my two, yes, my two favorite people. Hi. Good morning. Hello. Good morning. How are you both? Wonderful to see you, Miss Anita. Well, thank awesome. you very much. And uh, Tyree, how are you today? Good. We're all excited. We're going to have a rodeo. Heck yeah. <laughs> Who wants to tell me first when it is and where it is? I'll take that one. Um, we are hosting our first intercollegiate rodeo in Santa Maria at the Elks Event Center. So Santa Maria Elks Rodeo, same place. And it's going to be March 14th and 15th. 
There's a performance each evening. Gates open at 5 p.m. and the rodeo starts at 6.30. That's great. And did I see on the website that there's going to be a barn dance? Yeah, so we are going to announce the bands in the next couple of weeks. But yeah, there's going to be a little barn dance after each performance. That is wonderful. And is, is Jim going, to, Jim Blinds, are you going to dance? With oh, no. I'm, after the rodeo, I'll probably be home in bed, Miss Anita. <laughs> <laughs> but we're, we're really excited. This is the first intercollegiate rodeo ever sponsored by uh, anybody in Santa Maria. Hancock, our rodeo team, will be there. <clears throat> competing. Kyrie's done a great job with them. And by the way, I found out some trivia about Kyrie I'll share with you on the air. All right, ready? Super Bowl Sunday, we were asked to do a barbecue for uh, 50 people up in Napomo, and Kyrie came and was a star at the barbecue. I didn't know that was one of the many talents she has under her cap, but uh, she came there, impressed the crowd, and talked a lot about Hancock Rodeo, sold a lot of tickets, sponsorship or two, I think, and uh, so now... She's part of the barbecue team. Gee, that's wonderful. Good for you. <laughs> so tell she me, what, I've had people ask me, how can they sponsor this rodeo team? So we have a couple ways they can reach out. Um, all of our tickets are on my 805 ticks. And so it shows you the VIP tent. It shows you the box seats and with the box seats and the VIP, you get to actually pick your table specifically. And like the box seats, the front row is by the full box of eight seats only. The back row is by, by seats. So if you want like one or two box seats, but you don't want all eight, you can just pick a couple. Um, and then general admission is on there. And then for the VIP tent, you can pick your own table, whatever you want to do. Or if you'd rather do it within a sponsorship, you can reach out to me at ahcrodeo at gmail.com. Very good. There's excitement that's building, you know, already. Hey, yeah, I'm excited for sure. Wow. And We're all excited, Miss Anita. We're all excited, Miss Anita. The train has left the station. <laughs> Very good, Jim. Thank you. And do we have a full team now? We have we have the boys have decided that this is probably a very good team to, to stay with. Yeah, yeah. So now I'm just waiting for transcripts to be sent in on the road on like the college side of it. And so in the fall, we had uh, 10 team members and I had a couple more kids reach out to me in the meantime. So as long as everybody kept their grades up, they should all be good to go for the spring rodeos. Just waiting on transcripts to be sent in. And then we should have about the same amount of kids we had in the fall. So 10 or 11. And then we have, what, what are the boys doing? Are they the, are they going to be riding Bronx? What are they doing? I've got a couple team ropers, a couple saddle bronc riders and a bull rider. Oh, the bull rider. Was that, was he hard to find? Actually, all of these kids have reached out to me. Um, I didn't do any recruiting coming into this season because I just started in July. So most of these kids were already planning on going to Hancock and reached out to me about college rodeoing um, while they were there. Okay. So, so now 12 is, is a good number, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it, is it practicing five days a week? How do they go about this? Well, so since it's been raining, we haven't been able to practice nearly as much as I would like. Um, we've been kind of holding off, hoping that we get some dry stuff. So today 
actually a couple of my rough stock riders are going up to Cal Poly. That's where our um, rough stock riders practice because they have um, a lot of horses and a, quite a few bulls to practice on. And it makes a lot more sense for my two or three guys that are practicing to go there and practice with the 10 or 15 that are up there rather than me get pickup men, bucking horses and the whole nine yards squared away for two or three kids down in Santa Maria. So a 30 minute drive is worth it. When you say that, that means if you're in charge, then you have to take the trailers, the horse, the the, uh, saddles, Mm -hmm. everything. This way Cal Poly just opens their arms to you, correct? Absolutely, yeah. So um, the kids have their own saddle and their own halter if they're a saddle bronc rider. So they have their own equipment. So Cal Poly just supplies the horses and the pickup men, the guys that get them off safely. And then I go up there and help and make sure that my kids are ready to rock and roll when it's their turn. Is this, are these students that are doing the rodeo, are they, are they fairly young? Are they in their first year at Cal Poly at, uh, at Allen Hancock? Yeah. A lot of these kids are freshmen. Um, I have three sophomores, I think, that rodeoed last year that I knew through rodeoing with them when I was at Cal Poly. So um, I'm familiar with the older kids and then the new kids. This is their first year. And then are the parents right with these kids on the rodeo day? They're right there. No, not really. So that's kind of one of the biggest changes from college, from high school rodeo to college rodeo. So at a college rodeo, your parents aren't allowed in contestant areas. Whereas at the high school rodeo, your parents are right there with you. Your parents are volunteering, helping with all the stuff inside and outside the arena. Um, In my time in high school rodeo, my parents My dad was a tractor driver. My mom helped in the office doing the points and the timing. Um, And so parents are super involved at the high school level. Once you get to the college level, it's there are specific rules, actually, that only coaches and contestants are allowed in those contestant areas. So that's the biggest change from high school to college that really helps these kids get ready to prepare when they start going down the road to pro rodeos. And Jim, how difficult was it to put this rodeo together? Did it take you months to work on this? Did it take you an entire year? Well, to be honest, you may know, Miss Anita, this has been a dream of mine for the last maybe 20 or 25 years. We've just never had the opportunity to get a rodeo team put together at Hancock. And God bless you. You were there the the very first uh, fundraising event we had. So we had to get enough seed money to get, uh, get these kids on the road. Uh, we had to get the coach that we've got now that can uh, attract the students to come, to train them, prepare them for the show. We worked very well with the Elk Unical Event Center. Tina Tanasha and her group have been most cooperative with us. So it's a community effort and uh, a great effort from the press uh, led by you <laughs> to let us get the word out. And uh, you've been to a number of our fundraisers. We're so- totally self-supporting when it comes to the financial end of it. And then Tyrese roped it all together, got the dates put it on the intercollegiate rodeo circuit, and we couldn't be more excited. This is the very first. This is the very first one. And do we have other rodeos planned for this year? So this will be the only college rodeo that we host. 
will also be traveling to different college rodeos throughout the spring. So our spring season is actually pretty heavy this year. We had to reschedule one of the fall rodeos. And so our spring schedule starts with us. We're the first rodeo March 14th and 15th. And then we go to the same weekend, March 16th, that Saturday, all the college kids will pick up their horses, pick up their gear, load up, and go to West Hills College in Kalinga. And then from there, we get a weekend in between. And then the last weekend of March, 29th and 30th, we'll go to Fresno State. They're hosting their rodeo in uh, Course Gold. Oh. And then we'll come back to the coast for Cuesta and Cal Poly. They host April 12th and 13th big poly royal and then our regional finals we travel to las vegas and we are there may 9th and 10th that's a that's a big haul to las vegas isn't it i mean that's the trailers the horses everything yeah yeah it's it's all right in the fall we go up to quincy california which is actually a little bit farther for us than las vegas so we have a couple of those big hauls throughout the year but Generally, we stay kind of on the coast as far as we're concerned. We're in good, close proximity to Cal Poly and Cuesta, and so those rodeos are easy for us to get to. And you're familiar with uh, Poly Royal, aren't you, Tyree? Mm-hmm. Having mm-hmm. Like school there. Yeah. Well, Jim's probably familiar with all of this, aren't you? Because you're you're a cowboy. Well, I, not too much anymore, but I did graduate from Cal Poly many, yes. many years ago. And uh, Tyree, as you may know, is a uh, has a master's degree from up there. She competed in rodeo at uh, actually in high school, before high school, then in high school, then at Cal Poly. And uh, last year, she was in the top 10 breakaway ropers in the nation at the collegiate level. So that is a huge accomplishment. And uh, then last she's in the at my mind, she's in the ranks of the pros as a as a coach, and uh, this is her first year, first opportunity. And now, instead of competing, she's coaching. Well, she's competing at the pro level, but she's coaching these kids and uh, now putting on her first rodeo. So she's a very busy young lady. I would say so. Jim always forgets that he had an Alan Hancock College student in the top 10 in the nation in the breakaway roping last year also. Uh, Sutton Mang from Goleta was right there alongside me at the college finals. So that was really fun. Oh, my gosh. Somebody from Goleta. That's fabulous. Yeah. Yeah. She's an Alan Hancock student. Yep. So. Tyree's exactly right. Two of the top 10 in the nation came from right here. Well, gosh, we should just blow that information up. Yeah, that's great information. So it's two days for this first rodeo. And then you're yep. just going to move about a little bit. But you, what you like to do is stay near the coast, and I don't blame you. What a place to stay. Makes it way easier. Yes. So, Jim, your your dream has become a reality. And just Yes, a, ma'am. And I, you, you and I will sit at the very first intercollegiate rodeo in the history of Santa Maria. Oh, my gosh. I already have my tickets. A little bird told me you already had your tickets. I knew that. <laughs> That's right. Good for you. Well, you know, I'm a I'm a big supporter. This is this is oh boy, uh, this is America. This you've is, been a great supporter. This is just fabulous. We're so very proud of both of you, and I don't know what else you have in 
in mind, I would imagine that 12 would be enough for a team. Is that what, is that the number for a team, a successful so team? Any team size is great. Um, actually, a like points team that counts for the school is consisted of 10 students. So six boys and four girls, because there's more men's events to compete in. Uh, the girls have four events and the men have five events. So that's how they split that up. Um, and so having a few over that is always good, but makes my job a little bit hard because then I have to pick who goes on my points team and like actually counts for the school. You have to weigh and evaluate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. And you know, Go ahead. Miss Anita, part of our job is to recruit enough students to make her job difficult. I'd like to have mm -hmm. 20 or 25 students there and have her have to pick the have to pick the team each week based on their performance. But we believe this program is just in its infancy. It's growing. You've watched it grow. Yes. It's developing. And and I think Tyrese, with her reputation and her uh, coaching skills, are going to just attract more and more students every year. It's a great benefit to Hancock. They've got that wonderful promise program over there where they're, they're helped with tuition and fees the first year. And uh, we, we, th we have a very bright, optimistic future. Ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to Tyree Cochran, the coach of the Allen Hancock Rodeo team, and also Mr. Jim Glines, who I would have to say is their number one supporter. And Dreamcatcher, you caught the dream. You made <laughs> yeah. it happen. Yep. Wow. So well, when we have the event in August at the uh, Elks Lodge, we're going to meet this entire team, aren't we? When we do the fundraiser. Yeah, yeah. So the few kids that had reached out to me prior to that, because that fundraiser is right when school starts and it's before any of the fall rodeos. So all those kids that had reached out to me prior to that actually were able to come this last year. So I'm excited and hopeful to have quite a few more kids there this coming year. Well, they August must tell 20, their August friends. 24th. August 24th? August 24th, the Santa Maria Elks Lodge. Okay. New York Strip Barbecue Dinner. Okay. We have a great we have... dinner, lively auction. Very. Keep these kids on the road for another year. Well, they're, they're excited about it, too. And they have such great presence, all of them. I they come that way or, or partially groomed that way. They love talking to people, telling them what they do, and they mingle with the crowd so beautifully. We need a horse or two out in the parking lot. <laughs> they didn't yeah. be out there cleaning up. That's the problem. They might make a mess. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, I can get someone to do that. Don't worry. <laughs> that would be so much fun. So uh, you mentioned briefly, these these kids have to have good grades or this does not happen for them. Mm -hmm. Well, yep. that's important. Absolutely. I think it's super important. And it really... Um, emphasizes the importance of the college side of college rodeo. One thing that I appreciate about it is had I not had the opportunity to coach, I would have been able to go and get a job in my industry, which is animal science in any discipline that I wanted because of my college education, whether I was rodeoing or not. So having the college side and keeping their grades up and making school a priority is super important for college rodeo kids. And I believe that's in the correct order, too. In fact, it's, it's not really in an order. It's in a complete circle, mm -hmm. which is very important. 
Well, yes. I know we're getting ready to take a short break, but that's all right. Now, did the Elks come to you and, and offer? Oh, I have to wrap it up. Sorry. We're going to ask about how you were able to get the Elks rodeo area for the uh, for this rodeo. So, ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to the Pismo Beach Today Show, and we have uh, a short break to take, and then we'll be right back. Thank you. This is the Pismo Beach Today Show on News Talk 920 and FM 96.5 KVEC. Stay tuned for more with your host, Anita Shower next. Beach Today Show on News Talk 920 and FM 96.5 KVEC. Here's your host, Anita Schauer. And thank you for waiting, ladies and gentlemen. This is Pismo Beach Today Show. And our guests today are Tyree Cochran and Jim Glines. And we're talking about the first ever rodeo associated with Allen Hancock College. First, we want to thank Dr. Electric, Miss Etiquette, Diamond Jewelry and Loan, Jim Dritzis, Bruce Van Vork, the Comp Dental Group, Pismo Dice with Pat McCann, Sierra Body Shop, a Royal Grandy Home and Garden, Doug McMillan, The Natural Toolbox, Couts' Chevron, Elizabeth Head Insurance Services, Brenda Our Real Estate, Splash Cafe, Kevin's 76 Station, and Kristen Becker. Thank you very, very much. So here we are, and we're just so excited. It's it's a, you know, it's Jim's dream has come true, but there's still a lot Absolutely. to do, right? Still right, a lot to do. Right before the break, you were asking about the uh, Elks and their generosity with us using their arena for the, our practice and for our uh, our rodeo. And I will tell you, Miss Anita, Tina Tanasha and the Elks Recreation Board have been on our side and backing us since day one, actually, years ago, when we talked about the concept, they were on board. They encouraged us. They've been uh, very generous. Uh, donating much uh, time, uh, tractor work, electricity, water for us to uh, to hold our practices out there and to do the many things we're able to do. And now we're able to host it at that great facility. So we've got the bucking chutes. We've got the grandstands. Oh, wow. Obviously, we've got to get the tent put up. But Elks Recreation has been a huge part of uh, the success of this. And now led by Tyree and working with the Elks, we've got a, a beautiful partnership. It's Isn't that part exciting? So they actually came to you in the very beginning and said, you know, we're right with you. And then when you needed things, they're, they're right with you. Day, day one. And you know, our Elks, Absolutely. and you've been here, I've seen you, our Elks Rodeo here is one of the uh, largest, best produced rodeos in the state. It goes for four days. It's in June. That's and right. uh, we think we're going to be a complement to that. We believe we can bring along the intercollegiate level to compete a few months before the uh, Elks Rodeo kind of a warm up to it. And intercollegiate rodeo is a, it's a sport all of its own. It's uh, in my mind, it's very entertaining. Many of these kids are competing at an intercollegiate level as well as in the pros. Tyree was one of those that did that. And so uh, they two really go hand in hand. I think it's a great compliment to everybody. And for the most part, the, the uh, youngsters on the rodeo team have this in their blood. They have grown up this way, correct? I mean, they're, they're from a farm, they're from a ranch. Yeah. So a lot of the kids that I get maybe didn't have a chance to get involved at a high school level or maybe their families weren't super involved and they wanted to be the first rodeo student. Um, 
they reach out to me and they get involved with me at the club level and then at the team level and they can be involved in rodeo and maybe they'd never been a part of it before college but now they have the opportunity opportunity to see what all goes into rodeo and let's stress again how important the grades are oh yeah Absolutely. You have to maintain a GPA. You have to be enrolled in at least 12 units. Um, generally, I always tried to be in uh, about four more units than that. And then something happened and I needed to drop a class. Maybe it didn't work with my schedule or there were too many conflicts between whatever was going on at the time. I could drop that one class and still have the minimum 12 unit requirement met. Yes, and then you also had your eye on the goal. The goal was to graduate and go into this into this business, into the ranching business, the farming Correct. business. And these kids are all mm -hmm. also that way. Or they're yeah. being they're yeah, being and a lot of them. Correct. And a lot of them come to Hancock because there are so many good two-year programs. So they have the option to come to Allen Hancock and then transfer to Cal Poly. And I know two or three girls that have done that and rodeoed for Hancock and are now rodeoing for Cal Poly. Um, but at the same time, I have a couple of boys right now that I was talking to. And when they finish at Allen Hancock, they have already had an internship and have a job lined up in the Santa Maria community and are ready to go join the workforce as soon as they're done at Cal Poly or at Allen Hancock, excuse me. And so that's really awesome that they can come and do a two-year program and still get get a quality education and be prepared for that job straight out of Allen Hancock. And Jim, do you look for any of those kids to come into banking with you? Because they would, they would fulfill a need that maybe you need a ranching they, banker. They, well, yes, we always need a good agricultural production person. So that's an absolute possibility. And now Hancock working with Cuesta and Cal Poly is on the verge of offering a four-year degree that we haven't had available before. So the opportunities are uh, are boundless. And I was interested a minute ago, uh, Miss Anita, when you asked about the background of these kids, and Tyree is spot on. Most of them do come from ranching, farming backgrounds. Many of their parents or grandparents rodeoed and competed. Mm -hmm. But I remember way back in the uh, 70s, and doggone, I've lost his name for the moment, but uh, a young bull rider, a young man showed up from Watts, California, never been at a rodeo, oh, wow. never been on a horse, never been around anything. Started out when he was probably 18 or 19 years old and became a world champion bull rider. So you can start from scratch and uh, and make the grade. I think you got to work a little harder to catch up with these kids. But if you've got the talent and the uh, and the competitiveness, that competitive blood that runs in you, um, you, you can make it. So while most of them come from a background, some don't, and they can be very successful. And they get with a coach like Tyree. Uh, and the, in the, in the day here, Gary LaFue was here as a, probably the greatest bull riding instructor ever. Um, he took a number, number of kids into the top 10 of the nation in, uh, in bull riding. So yeah, you can come from kind of any background if you got the work ethic. If you want to, that's true. And bull riding is not an easy sport. Uh, not easy. No, I mean, there's a lot involved. You've got to really get into the mind of that bull, don't you? Yeah, you got it. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Oh Somebody God. asked me one time when Gary and I were kids, we grew up together and uh, his dad kind of coached us. And he said one time, you got to practice bull riding. And I thought, 
how do you practice bull riding? That's kind of like, how do you practice having a car wreck? You just park your pickup on the tra- tracks and wait for the train to hit you. <laughs> uh, oh so, God. yes, but but I'm teasing. Practice is, is terribly important, but you got to have the work ethic. And as Tyree mentions, and I, and I really support this 100%, you've got to have the work ethic to get the discipline, to get to school, to get your grades, to keep your units up, keep your animal fed, keep them doctored, keep them uh, in shape. And then have the competitiveness, competitiveness in you to haul the long miles and do uh, to compete in every kind of weather condition imaginable. Um, it's a formidable feat, but the rewards are great. There is a lot to it. People say, oh, they have a horse. Well, you have to purchase the horse. You have to insure the horse. The horse has to be fed, brushed, groomed, ridden, shooed, has to see a dentist. I mean, there's yep. so much to it. And they do, you know, they uh, they use the restroom and they got to eat twice a day, 365 days a year. You don't get Christmas off. You don't get Easter off. Those horses require daily care, as do the, all the stock, all the livestock and rodeo. So it's a formidable commitment. However, when you come from that kind of a background, you understand that when you get up in the morning, the first the first thing you do is you take care of your animals. You're second. Animals are first. And I believe that's always the way it has been, right, Jim? You're 100% right. When I was little, horses got fed, watered, and taken care of before anybody else had breakfast. And so grateful were they. Absolutely. And so, so were we. Everybody was grateful. <laughs> so does, does Cal Poly, as you said, they have a bull out there. So when you take your bull riders out there to practice, there there's a bull there for them to practice? Absolutely. Yeah. So um, there's bulls there, there's bucking horses there. There's everything there. And so I actually have some connections in Nepal, Santa Maria. We have access to broken cattle and that type of practice in the community. So we don't have to drive to Cal Poly for those practices, um, but we do have that option. Uh, I have one team roper whose partner goes to Cal Poly, so for them to practice together is awesome. So that Cal Poly kid has come and roped with us. My Alan Hancock kid has gone and roped at Cal Poly, so they can rope together before the rodeos as well. And then how does Questa fit into this uh, triangle? What do they offer in the way of assistance? So Cuesta students pretty much are, they have um, Clinton, Connie Pierce are their coaches and they help uh, on the administrative side, making sure those kids have their grades in, transcripts in, know when the rodeos are, and then um, helping those kids find boarding within San Luis Obispo. And then a lot of those kids uh, actually haul in and practice at Cal Poly. Um, There's, that's kind of their main practice area as well oh very good yes mr ben, pierce is mr. very yeah. good and ben londo is a coach at cal poly helps all of these teams but come rodeo day they all compete against Absolutely. each other so we practice with cuesta then we compete mm-hmm. against them we practice with cal poly and we compete against them so come uh you know come yep. rodeo day it's each team for himself and they all shake hands before they begin, Absolutely. I assume. Correct? And shake hands afterwards. Oh, that's right. That's <laughs> also important. And that gentleman from uh, Cal Poly comes to the fundraiser in August, doesn't he? 
He sure does. Yeah, been a great help to us. He's terrific. And he's yes, another he very personable person. Very nice guy. Walk around and talk to everyone. You know, it's, it's, uh, and do we do good raising money during, may I ask, do we do good raising money during that August event? Are you happy well, with I, the turnout? I remember you were there last year. We have done, um, we, we did 18 of these events for uh, Hancock Athletics before we started the rodeo program. So we've done four years of rodeo and 18 with uh, the athletic department. Last year, 2023, was the biggest revenue year we ever had. Aren't so you people proud? have turned out in great support for this program. Well, yes, there's actually only standing room only. It's, it's a fun event. We make it fun and we intend to raise a lot of money and we do. We did very well. And your friend that did the barbecue, handmade the barbecue pit? Yep, Billy Ruiz, Cowboy Flavor. <laughs> We're going to be able yep. to see him again? Yeah, oh yeah. He, he's done every yeah. one for us. He'll do them. Yep, he's going to keep doing them. Wow. And then Mr. Dixon that you met made the barbecue pit that we raffled off. Yes. He is now making, he's working on the 2024 barbecue pit. Right now we'll have another raffle. Well, we need to have raffles. Raffles spark the interest, don't they? Yeah, we they raise money, and that's what we're after. That's it. And then, uh, who did Tyree mention that, or Jim? Which one of you mentioned that uh, Alan Hancock might have a four-year program, and what would that be? Well, I I mentioned that with Alan Hancock College under uh, Kevin Walters' leadership has worked for a number of years to to uh, get accreditation to approve a four-year degree from Hancock College. Quest is working on that, and they're both working with Cal Poly. So that's coming to fruition now. Gee, wouldn't that be just such a bonus it, for all of us? It it would Absolutely. be wonderful. Right? Yep. And it's coming. It's here. It's time is here. And would it be in the business realm? Well, it would be in business, be in agriculture. You know, Cal pa uh, Hancock has a wonderful ag department. A great mm -hmm. lady named Erin Creer runs that. And it is, it is as fine an academic uh, ag unit as you'll find any place in the country. They, they do a phenomenal job over there. And she works very closely with us and with Tyree on our rodeo efforts. And when you want to go to Alan Hancock, who's your contact person, Tyree? If you just want to talk to someone about the program, do you and Jim go together uh, as a tag team? Sometimes, we, we sometimes. Um, I, we both, go ahead, Jim. Oh, I was just going to say, we, Miss Anita, like today, we're both on the, Radio, we try to appear on as many radio shows as you know. We go around and talk to various service organizations, rotary groups, Kiwanis, and those kind of things to get the word out. And uh, at Hancock, we work through Aaron Creer, who's head of the Ag Department. And we, we've been to some career days where kids come in to look at it. And you know, this is interesting. And a good deal of the public doesn't quite grasp this, but there's a lot of student athletes who want to go to a particular school because they want to play baseball or basketball or football or uh, or soccer well there's an equal number of students that want to come to rodeo and all that's schools right. offer the basic sports not many schools offer something like rodeo and that's why we were so excited to get hancock on on the board for that but there are now kids from this area and you know what a big uh, agricultural uh, fraternity we have here yes previously they've had to go to cuesta cal poly or west hills to compete now they can come right here next door at hancock right in their own hometown and compete Oh my gosh. So that's a big deal. It's a thrill. It really is. Congratulations. It, I mean, what what more could we ask for? Another bull? You, well, you can feel the momentum. <laughs> yes, I can. Heck yeah. So then feel the rush. 
we have to have you we have to know what happens after you do this little hop skip and a jump after this particular rodeo we have to know how everybody's faring because there is a point system correct yeah absolutely and yeah. what does that yeah so um we have well so the points are funky at the college level like in high school first place gets 10 second place gets nine third place gets seven and so on at the college level, it's like weird. The first place gets 162, second place gets 147, third place gets 128. And so it's different. They get points down to sixth place rather than first through 10th. And so I can't keep track. We have a regional secretary, her name is Shauna, and she handles it. She does all the points, all the inputting, and sends it off to the national office, the NIRA office in Walla Walla, Washington, and she handles it. And so I just wait until after she does her thing, and then I look. So our team is actually sitting third in the region right now for the women's team. And then our men's team, I think, is fifth or so, fifth or sixth. And so we've got points on the board, which is great. We've only had three rodeos so far in the season. So there's a lot of rodeoing left to do between now and May. However, even with just three rodeos, look where you are in the point system. That's fabulous. Correct. Yeah. That's great. So great, isn't it's it? It's awesome. Gee. I don't know awesome. what else. I don't know what else to expect from this group except for it to double in size. Wouldn't that well, be lovely? And we're gonna we're gonna double and triple. We're gonna have a lot of fun. We're gonna provide some great entertainment. Tyree provides great leadership, and Miss Anita, every class winner, everyone who wins at our rodeo for the two days gets a, a silver belt buckle. So they'll be able to walk around with pride from Hancock's first intercollegiate rodeo and wear that buckle virtually the rest of their lives. That's right. That's something to say, the first the first rodeo at this college. My gosh. Yes, ma'am. To win that buckle, you betcha. And then uh, I, I don't know who the president of the college is, but I'm sure that you have a you just pick up the phone and talk to him, right, Jim, if you want to. Kevin Walters, he's yes. a very busy man, but yeah, he's been very friendly, very supportive. We get along great with him. And uh, it, it's just a, it's a big, happy, moving forward unit. Wow. And uh, I'm sure, Tyree, are you able to talk to some of the instructors for these students at any time to make sure? Well, that I, I usually leave that up to Aaron. Um, she's familiar with the faculty and the college a lot more than I am at this point. And so I'm hoping to build those relationships and be able to help the kids in that way. But for right now, I lean on Erin as our academic advisor for a lot of that. She okay. does an awesome job. So you have a little team that you that's uh, helping you. And yes, absolutely. Them. Okay. And then is there someone that does the uh, strategic adventures i call them when these kids have to go out on the road who's in charge of that to make sure they're where they need to be at the time that the bus is leaving as jim calls it that's you <laughs> that's so all these kids all these kids haul themselves to the rodeos so i let them know when and where to be there and then they are responsible for getting themselves to those places at those times and is, are some of those times uh, when they leave Santa Maria area are early in the morning times? Yeah, yeah, for sure. It depends uh, Depends what time you want to get there. It depends how far away we're going. 
Um, in my time as a college radio athlete, I was also our regional director, the student region director. So I was in charge of hauling the banners and the flags to the rodeos and putting up our national sponsor banners at each rodeo. So I would try and get there as early as possible on the day that we could arrive so that I could get that done, get my horses settled. And then I just had to focus on rodeo from then on rather than being last minute, having to hurry, getting in a rush and then not being able to get in the right mindset to go compete. No, I, I believe that you are completely structured. And there's, mm -hmm. Anita, as you know, there's, yes. there's a lot of getting up at two or three or four o'clock in the morning and hitting the road long before daylight. Yes, there would have to be. Ladies and gentlemen, Absolutely. you're listening to Tyreek Cochran, the coach for the Allen Hancock rodeo team. And of course, Jim Glines, the number one supporter for the team. And um, so, Jim, you're going to be at the rodeo early. Oh, you know that. <laughs> you're going to be there from the get go. Yep. Yep. Hey, we were there when it, <laughs> we were there before it ever started, Miss Anita. <laughs> You were walking the ground saying, you know, it's going to be here. I can tell you. And yeah. Well, so are you. You and I had that conversation as we looked out over the arena. So that's right. So are yep. you, are there flags that sponsors may buy? Um, so we have sponsorships that include some banners. We are just running our sponsor flags for our national sponsors because flags are tend to be a little bit more expensive as something to like buy and use to promote a business. Um, so we're sticking with banners this year and we hope to include flags in future years for those bigger sponsors. That's a terrific idea. Everything is uh, fundraising mm -hmm. and getting the you name bet. out there. Absolutely. So the goal must be to go yeah. to the White House at some point. Well, for sure. <laughs> and we and we want to give those sponsors their money's worth too. I mean, we don't want to just take their money. We want them to get mm -hmm. something in return for that. So it's a it's a two way street. As I said earlier, I have Absolutely. a lot of people wanting wanting to know how they can be a sponsor of this. But we, we know there's a phone number, there's an email, and all you have to do is uh, write a check. What that's, that's exactly not difficult. Right. And get some return for it. You get a lot of return for it. I mean, this you is said, this is a big deal. It's a big deal. You know, to be in on the ground yeah. floor for this. Isn't that something? Yeah, I think it is. And have the Elks support you the way that they do? Absolutely. Because I know the Elks shows up in great force at the fundraiser in August. Always do. Oh, they do. Yep, absolutely. Very supportive. The whole community supports that. And we get, God bless you in the press, we get great support from the press. It's important. So thank you again. Mm -hmm. It's really important. And then we also, between now and August, have to get you out again to all the local service clubs because they have to know what's going on. We're ready to go. And if we can get you out for the rest of this month in March, in the beginning of March, that would be a great idea as well. You ring the bell, we'll answer the call. We'll see how hard is that simple. Absolutely. And may I go back to the college? When these kids are, are taking courses, are they strictly in the field of uh, farming and agriculture, is that what most of them really want to do? Uh, not at all. Um, they can take, be in whatever major they want to. Um, a lot of them are in ag, but occasionally you get a cowgirl that has grown up rodeoing, been involved in ag, 
but she would rather go do hair and makeup. So she goes to Hancock and goes through the cosmetology program. Or you have a student that um, Alan Hancock has a phenomenal fire academy. That's and right. so I've had a few students go through the fire academy as well. And usually they have to give up. I generally encourage if they're doing the fire academy to do that in the fall and then because it's super intensive. So if they do it in the fall, they only miss out on three or four college rodeos and they have a lot of um, rodeos in the spring to catch up uh, if they still want a college rodeo. And so I generally don't encourage them to try and do both because the fire academy is super intensive and it's important that they do well at that. And we want to thank Dr. Electric, Miss Etiquette, Diamond Jewelry and Loan, Jim Dritzis, Bruce Van Vork, The Cop Dental Group, Pismo Dice, Sierra Body Shop, A Royal Grandy Home and Garden, Doug McMillan, The Natural Toolbox, Couch's Chevron, Elizabeth Head Insurance Services, Brenda Our Real Estate, The Grocery Outlet in A Royal Grande, Kevin 76 Station, Splash. Cafe and Kristen Becker there. Where, does all, where does all the hay come from? Is the hay donated to these kids for their horses? Um, so those, all these kids that have horses, all the ropers, they're responsible for their own feed. Um, they can feed whatever hay, wherever hay they want to get it. Um, I have some really good connections with a lot of local companies um, within San Ynez Valley, clear up to Shandon and Paso Robles. And so um, I've been working with a few of them to get some hay donated for our rodeo stock for rodeo weekend, um, but nothing's set in stone yet. So that's all in the works. Okay. And Jim, did you have something you needed to tell me? Well, I wanted to just make a comment when you were asking about, uh, I thought Tyree did a great job talking about the other things they do at college besides agriculture, but a lot of these kids that grow up on the farms understand the production part of the agriculture. In other words, they know how to plow and they That's know what right. to do before you plant your crop. They know that when they come to school. What they don't know is the agricultural economics of it, the accounting, some of the bookkeeping, business law, a number of those things that you don't necessarily learn on the tractor. So they can supplement their production knowledge with some of that more advanced knowledge and then become a perfect all-around farmer. They under uh, agriculture person. They they understand the whole. They get the big picture. Well, wouldn't you want to know about the money aspect of any business if you're going into business? Absolutely. And then I then we're gonna yep. we're gonna show them that, that they can be an agri they can be a banker and really be an asset to any bank. Uh, absolutely, they can be anything they want to be. No do limits. I, do any of these kids take their uh, pet pet dog with them at all? Uh, quite a few of them do. There are some, like when we go to Las Vegas, our rodeo is in South Point, so there's no pets allowed at that one. Um, but a lot of times you'll see a lot of cow dogs or border collies running around at college rodeos because all these kids have their have their little companion that they take with them. Isn't that darling? I think it is. Yeah. That doesn't mean they take their parents with them, or do they when they travel out of town? <laughs> some of them do, some of them don't. Um, a lot of times you'll see mostly parents in the stands at some of these college rodeos. Like when we go up north to uh, Feather River, Quincy, most of the spectators are parents. And then the community comes out for the performances because those are really down home 
close to rodeo communities. So it's pretty fun. Well, we want to thank you very much for being with us today. And many of us will see you on the 14th and 15th of March. We should, we should get there at five. The rodeo starts at six 30 and there's a little dancing afterwards. Did I sum it up? And buy your tickets online right away. <laughs> thank you very much. It's fabulous. Having thank you, you so much. Thank You're you. welcome. Thank you, Jim. Thank, Thank you, you, ladies and gentlemen. We'll see you next week. Goodbye. You've been listening to the Fismo Beach Today Show with Anita Shower on News Talk 920 and FM 96.5 KVEC. For comments, questions, and to hear this broadcast in its entirety, find the podcast at 920kvec.com. The 920 KVEC Podcast Network is presented by the Slow County Real Estate Podcast with House Swayze. Up-to-date information on the local real estate market on your time. New episodes weekly at the podcast link at 920kvec.com and wherever you get your podcasts. California DRE 01111911.